0: Hello, it's uh, oh, oh there we go. Uh, episode seven, good start, good start. Episode seven of the Egg Chasers <laughs> Rugby Podcast. We're, tell you what, this is shambolic. This beginning. Not not only have I completely fluffed the start, but what are you doing, JB?
1: Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, just putting in
0: my headphones. I'm oh, good. Sorry, uh, Phil. Hi Tim. Bringing a bit of professionalism to proceedings, and, and naturally, that, we need a beard update because one one of these days that beard will be gone. How would you describe that, JB? Um, luscious. Yeah. Luxury. Grizzly. Yeah. It's Ooh. lovely, isn't it? Yeah, you, um, need, you need to come in like having just chopped some wood. <laughs> that could be a good morning workout routine, actually. I think to say morning wood.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, beard's still going well. Not, might not be long for this world. Um, Why? I've decided now it's a rehabilitation beard, so as soon as I'm
0: back fit,
1: uh, it's, it's going to come off.
0: Yeah, but you're going to be injured again in a couple of weeks. So yeah, that's just. I can't. I've got to play one game <laughs> so happens, at least,
1: then I can get rid of it. So what happens when you play with bigger boys, Phil? Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Well, I'm Tim. That's JB and Phil. Uh, we are Egg Chasers. As are you, because you're listening to this. So thank you very much for that. Subscribe via iTunes, and uh, we can deliver every single one to you. Uh, but first off, and one of the big breaking stories over the last few days uh, in the world of rugby has been. Toulon, despite the progression that, that all the unions seem to have made and all the clubs seem to have made in almost coming to some sort of agreement over a potential European competition, Toulon are saying they're not interested because of the potential foreign player quota. That...
1: Interestingly, it's not actually a foreign player quota for the Rugby Championship or the ECC or whatever the hell it's called because it only applies to their domestic. Is league. that right? Yeah, so what you're looking at here is basically just political posturing. Just from like an outsider's point of view...
2: I think it's got to be a good thing though, limiting, like certainly for their their own domestic game.
1: I speak for yourself. I quite like watching Toulon the way that they are. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's fact, pretty. It's pretty good teams, to watch. Them, the more teams but... like Toulon, the better. Do you reckon? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So the more teams that
2: are just mercenaries.
1: Well, they're not just mercenaries. Uh, it's just like watching like Real Madrid or Barcelona,
0: Wales and Ireland. Certainly, the effect of having no relegation and the ability to to breed young players. Look at the effect that's had on there international teams I think it would be in France's best interest but just from a purely a spectacle point of view watching what there's something special about watching Talon isn't
1: there 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 absolutely is what you said before about the Welsh developing talents for their international game I've come to the conclusion this week that developing good international players does not mean that you've developed good club players okay so last week Cardiff lost with five lions in the squad this week, the Ospreys lost with five lines in the pack alone. <laughs> right, so good international players don't make good club players. And I want to take this one step further by saying, is there actually any Welsh player at the moment who's a really good club player? I can think of two. Go on. George North, Lee Byrne. Everyone else just seems to, you know, kind of show up ish for the Heineken Cup, lose, go home.
2: Alan Wynn Jones played. Alan, he lost Alan twice. He's lost yeah, twice.
1: He, he played well in a losing team both times. The Welsh sure. team now just seem like they're only interested in playing, in playing for Wales and everything else, well, kind in, of
2: secondary. Interestingly, James Hook has played very well the last couple of weeks, but he's not... He's kind of on the periphery. Yeah, 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 and he's, the, he's the, not in the, the Welsh
1: squad. squad. Probably been punished for taking the club game too seriously.
0: <laughs> well, that could be not a good sign for the Wales international team if they have to qualify their sides to get into the Heineken Cup. Mm. Interesting. Right, well, um, on the subject of foreign quotas, I've got a question. Best and worst... Foreign import to the Aviva Premiership. Mm. Best and worst import. Best, it's
1: it's hard to choose from. Uh, I'd go Pat Howard. Something like Pat Howard. Pat Lamb. Pat Lamb.
0: Was he Northampton and Newcastle? Pat Lamb.
1: Was he? Yeah, he started Newcastle and then yeah. went, he won the title with, New, with Newcastle. And then went to Northampton, where he won the European Cup, yeah. which actually was the first, apparently, the first ever competition Northampton have ever won.
0: Is that right? Yeah,
1: really. What, what with uh, Paul, uh, Paul uh, Grayson, Tim Rodber, Nick,
0: Nick um, fullback. Oh, uh, Nick Beal. Nick Beal. Yeah, <laughs> I always think of Ian Beal. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Uh, so there's there's a couple of shows. Any more real quality best imports? There's been a few
2: uh, New Zealand fly halves who've come over. Um, Obviously, Nick Evans at the moment. Oh, yeah, but he'd be right up there,
0: wouldn't he? Andrew
2: Mertens and Carlos Spencer. Yeah. Andrew Mertens wasn't that good. In
1: fact, he might be a. a he could. be, he a big, might be big, an option for, the, for one of the worst. He got, so
0: much see he so he Donald.
2: Well, both of them got relegated, Spencer and uh, Mertens. So yeah. They,
0: yeah, you're right.
2: They both had a season playing in what was National 1. Spencer got relegated with Northampton, Northampton.
1: Yeah. Mertens, Mertens got, got, got relegated with Quinns. With Quinns. Oh, Nice. Yeah. Bopper. We're saying any import which came in through the doors of Leicester, good. Pretty much. I'd uh, say
0: any import that came in from Kingsley Jones's tenure at Sale Sharks. <laughs> to, well, and was, his it was. Andy Tuilagi, <laughs> oh, yeah. the most so, noticed, notably worse. Caesar Caymaboli. He had so, some good moments. Oh, so so,
1: so dynamic.
2: And uh, Andy Tuilagi used to go to the gym in Sale that I did. He's obviously got like free passes. And he used to go with one of his big Fijian mates. And all they did was sit in the, the sauna in the steam room. They'd never <laughs> lift a weight, never on any, any of the cardio equipment. They'd just come in in their, in their uh, sail gear we just chill laggy, out. We'll sign him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got to be good, right?
0: <laughs> oh, dear me. Uh, what about the worst, then? Well, we've just mentioned a couple of worst ones. Any other, any other bad eggs?
1: Mm. Uh, there were some disappointing
0: ones. I think Tim Horn
1: was disappointing, especially for his first year.
0: But then I'll say another Aussie from the from the same era that was brilliant, Matt Burke. Yeah. yeah. Newcastle, Newcastle football. Yeah,
1: Newcastle have done pretty well with like the likes of Matt Burke and Carl Heyman. Brilliant, oh, yeah. brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. Simon. Joe Roth was very good for Ke- for Cambridge University. Does that count?
0: Mm.
1: No. So, yeah, silence. So nope. it, all. Clearly it was not. Oxford anyway. Was he Oxford?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dark blue Oxford, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Right, Okay. good. I'm glad we've uh, dusted that one off. I'll tell you what we should move on to now, because this this could be a a debate which rages. In fact, we might have time for nothing else on the whole podcast once this can of worms has been opened. Uh, JB had an idea. JB's idea was to discuss, and and we talk about what we're going to talk about. I know it sounds a bit ramshackle, but we do actually sometimes talk about what we're going to talk about beforehand. And uh, JB's suggestion was, why don't we have a discussion and rank the best centre partnerships from the modern era of rugby? So I think we should have that discussion right now.
2: Yeah, and a good like uh, way to introduce this is discussing the Nonu-Smith partnership that's just ended uh, for New Zealand to be replaced by the Nonu-Smith partnership that's just beginning New yes. Zealand with a direct swap of Conrad non- Smith uh, out for Ben Smith
0: in. Non- uh, and that, that, But that pretty much is where the conversation starts and ends, isn't, isn't it? it? Who else in the modern era touches Ma Nonu and Conrad Smith? I think it's just like, let's just say it, Conrad Smith, Ma Nonu, move on.
1: Um, right, interesting. I would look at Cat and Greenwood. Cat and Greenwood were phenomenal, but
0: wasn't, they didn't wasn't, really play in the same team. Yeah, yeah they did. Cat well, was up, usually on the bench. Yeah, it was mainly well, okay during the so World
2: Cup. It was Tindall and it was uh, Greenwood. Greenwood.
0: Greenwood inside, Tindall outside. Was it, it wasn't not Cat like the the impact player off the yeah, bench? Yeah,
2: he came on the bench to shore yeah. things yeah. up. Did yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: no, no, yeah. he came off the bench. No, no and Tindall the, started. The no, World Cup he came final. off the bench in
1: the Wales game.
0: No. Yeah, Tyndall started the World Cup final, so did, and it was green with Tyndall. You're right, yeah. actually. Yeah,
2: mm. I'm sure that's the way it works. And besides,
1: there is an argument to say that they wouldn't be the best England partnership anyway, because I think it was Carling, Carling and Gus got 44 caps Yeah, as a pairing. Are you not overlooking uh, Henson Shanklin? <laughs> <laughs> you may laugh, you may laugh. They oh, no! Were I suppose, awesome. that, to be fair, they were superb. To be they fair, very...
0: um, someone who they deserve a mention. Darcy, O'Driscoll. O'Driscoll. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. For years. Well,
2: Darcy, a lot of the time, uh, I think he's kind of lived off O'Driscoll. Like playing next to the best player in the world yeah. has its advantages,
1: doesn't it, for your own Did game? Did he play next to Jonathan Davis? <laughs> oh, sorry. I, sorry, I got, <laughs> I got, got, got confused <laughs> so Of course, um, Davis, uh... Davis, and, uh, Davis and Roberts now. Look very powerful, and they look like our centre partnership for well until Henson I, can play his way back into. Right, the fair team, enough. Of what
0: started out as a as a debate, which I thought would last ten seconds, I was just going Conrad Smith, Mar not new. I suppose there is some other contenders, but well, is, there, I, is there anyone that's come close to that partnership in the centre? Mm. Just put, Conrad Smith is just the most complete midfield yeah, player yeah. in mm. recent years.
2: He's super. He's handling. His defence is amazing. His where, handling's
0: very. Where good. would you rank? or where, where will we look back? O'Driscoll Smith, the two of them. I
2: say O'Driscoll. Just a little bit more
1: I exciting. I think O'Driscoll will probably get the nod because of all the folklore around O'Driscoll. He, he can't do anything. Even when he got dropped for the Lions and the Lions won, it was still the wrong decision. It,
2: well, I mean, in I, a I, lot I, of people's eyes it was I wasn't. personally don't think it was. Yeah, no, but I, Keith I, Wood was furious. I agree. We were watching the, uh, the Lions game, the final test, in an Irish bar in Cyprus, obviously. Oh, well, it has to be an Irish bar somewhere. It was an Irish bar. Uh, and there was a load of Irish and Like a true who, Brit, you went and found <laughs> yeah. it.
1: 12-piece English breakfast. <laughs>
0: every
2: morning. There was, there was a group of Irish guys on one of the tables near us, and they were literally booing Jonathan Davis every time he got the ball, Yeah, which is just ridiculous.
1: Oh, it, it did show the true spirit of the Lions. <laughs>
2: yeah. Four nations coming together.
0: <laughs> but I to suppose it's a bit like that football debate, like, you know, had George Best played for Brazil or England then and won a World Cup, perhaps he would have been regarded as... The best ever, but as it is, Maradona and Pelé are always mentioned before him. Do you think there's in, in years to come, O'Driscoll will suffer that fate versus Comrade Smith? He no, I think,
1: uh, I think O'Driscoll is far too, wide, too, far too widely celebrated.
2: Yeah, he only won, what was it, three Heineken Cups in four years?
1: Yeah. That's
0: true, actually. I don't think
2: that, That's there a, is a rugby
1: player. Pretty impressive. Who's like a George Best, who's really, really good, and yet plays for... Well, there's a lot of, like, Islander teams... Um, yeah, but the Islanders are good. I mean, the Islander yeah. teams are good. Um, ja- so, ja- your favourite? Jack like, you Berger. Jack Berger. Jacques Berger. Jacques Berger yeah, yeah for Namibia. Go um, Gods, who we've discussed.
2: Oh, yeah. Georgia up and coming on.
1: Go, go Godse. So. I mean, if you round yeah, up all the Yeah, but it's still a Georgians. minnow in world rugby, though, isn't
0: yeah. it? Is it let's, let's come back to the original question. The best modern-day centre partnership, anyone that can topple Marnonu, Comrade Smith? Uh, I think if, if, if
1: I challenge it, I'll just look stupid. So, yeah. I'm going to say... Recent years as well. I like
2: the uh, Fofana, uh, Rougerie, Rougerie oh, at yeah. uh, Claremont because um, you've got that like, kind of the, the two contrasting players. But yeah, I think you're right, Cocker. The U Smith, the one that's just finished, not the one that's just begun.
0: Uh, right. Well, good chat. Well, let's 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 talk about. We, we should really talk about the the weekends rugby just gone. <laughs> what caught your eye in the round two of the Heineken Cup, JB?
1: Wow. Um, the Toulon Cardiff. Exeter-Glasgow pool that is Pool. is, is pool exciting. Two. Pool 2. Yeah. Wow. That is exciting.
2: Yeah. Last week, um, we were, I gave Cardiff no chance at all. In a, a conversation with a mate away from the podcast, I
1: gave Cardiff a 1 in 50 chance of, of beating Toulon at home. Wow. I am... Um, I made the point last week that big names don't necessarily mean good teams, and I contrasted the Toulon performance, which was devastating, against the Cardiff performance, which was tragic and woeful. Yeah. (laughs) And then this week they go and beat Toulon. So it shows how much I know. Uh, I think the the more important result might have been the bonus point got by Exeter. Away at Glasgow. Tough place to go. Now, if Exeter can get a win against Toulon, which I'm not saying that they can, but if they do, they're in a good position to win that pool then. A very good position. Yeah, Toulon would still be the favourites, but...
2: Yeah,
0: you'd fancy Exeter at home um, to Glasgow.
2: Yeah, um, and you'd fancy them
1: to get at least a point against Toulon at home. And of course, they've got to go and back to Cardiff, and Cardiff have shown they're not exactly yeah. uh, equipped to beat Exeter. And and the bonus point away from home. All important stuff.
0: Uh, what's caught your right, eye, Phil? Um, the Scarlets
2: Racing Metro was a, a pretty good game, twenty-six all draw. Mm-hmm. Which again, I, I wouldn't have given Scarlets. A huge amount of uh, hope in that one, even though they they performed very well against Harlequins last week. And that group becomes very interesting now because you've got Claremont, Racing, Harlequins, and Scarlets. They've all beat well. They've all beat well. They've not won every game. If, Harlequins it's not
0: haven't won. Team. Everyone else has won and drawn or, yeah. Yeah. or lost. Did you feel the
1: Scarlets' wins were kind of flaky wins? They're almost a little bit lucky. And if you asked them to repeat the performance, they they would struggle. I don't know. Their, their backs look dangerous. We spoke about the Scarlets' backs last week. The Williams
2: boys. Mm. Yeah, they they still look pretty good, and Jonathan Davis.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll stay in the same pool because what caught my eye was, and I, I mean, the green shoots are there for Harlequins. The way that they played away at Clermont, if they they actually sort of threw caution to the wind, I think they basically thought got absolutely nothing to lose. We need to try and get something out of this game. Let's just have a go, and it was sort of the the old Quinns' attitude that maybe they they went a little bit conservative, and I just thought. They played absolutely out of their skin, really. No, um, lost by seven, which away in Claremont is um, was a really good feat with the team that they picked as well. And I think Ben Botica at twelve could be a yeah. could be an interesting change. They played with such speed that if they can do that in the Premiership, I think they'll. And they'll, then they start those, winning again.
1: Bought on those two guys that look like twins. Yeah, uh, Taylor and oh, it no, Hopper? Walker and Hopper. Walker, yeah. came, Walker came on. It. Inside centre, this look like wingers playing in centre, yeah. You know. yeah, Um, now, is there, is there a reason that neither of you have mentioned Toulouse as, as, as a game no, to watch? I don't know what
0: you're talking about, JB. Um,
1: I
2: can't really remember that game. Yeah,
0: or fine, any... all right, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with the big elephant in the room, which is <laughs> JB's pretty well, all of our predictions. So, we have a little league table of predictions where you predict how the English teams are going to get on, and you get a point if you correctly back a favourite, you get two points if you correctly back a bookie's underdog. And JB did that in the case of Toulouse away at. And I played my points. and he double played points. his Joker for double points, meaning he got four points.
1: Because JB knows things, that's why.
0: Yeah, fair play, and exactly as you called it, you just said I'm back in Toulouse because they are massive.
1: Yeah, they are massive. <laughs> did you see their massive number eight, like yeah, twenty?
2: Because wasn't played. Yeah. he was I mean, on the
1: bench. I mean, it's nice to bring Pickamalls on to win the game, but this, uh, <laughs> yeah, this Ga- kid Ga- Gallian or something. Yeah. Oh no. my word! Julian. What
0: a unit, Julian
1: hey. Gallan. And again, like Saracens were doing more of their gimmicks, which is this time selling tickets for £3.50 uh, and trying to fill out, was it Wembley? It was Wembley, yeah. I'm pretty sure if the marketing guys came up to Nigel Ray and said, to make the game more exciting, we need to play in an electric cage and the physios need to dress up as Legion of Doom,
0: his first <laughs> two questions would be,
1: who are the electricity supplier and where do I get the outfits? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just a crazy, crazy team. <laughs> Talking of massive players, I just want to mention uh, Felsina from Toulon. Now. The, the loose said prop who came <laughs> yes, on with that. But my God, did you see the way he scrummaged Scott Andrews? Yes. The, the Cardiff Blues tighthead. I've never seen a, a a guy as big as Scott Andrews from Cardiff being lifted off the ground by one man scrummaging him in the... In, oh, it was incredible. It, tough guy by all accounts Just a, Just a very, massive, very good prop. And he came from... A, a team that got relegated from the f- French second division is that right straight wow. to Toulon
1: that's him scouting
0: yeah <laughs> great stuff well yeah let's go so the results as they were with the English teams uh, and how we got on with our league table let's
2: yeah Saracen's Toulouse
0: Saracen's Toulouse so obviously we, me and Phil we both back the home side Sarri's there
2: uh, and JB got four what points what did JB do this week I have been
0: keeping,
1: keeping in touch
2: uh, four, four points, points let's move on yeah, yeah let's um, <laughs> boys that. then Leicester Lest- Lester Treviso. You played your
0: Joker, yeah. I did. That well
2: well, well Check- done, Phil. That, was, that was brave.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, double points for Phil. We all back Leicester. Uh, on to Saturday then, and Gloucester away at Munster.
2: Yeah, which
0: I played Cocker, my Joker yeah, on.
2: Yeah, you played your Joker yeah. for two points. Me and back Jay Munster. both back Munster. Northampton Ospreys. We all backed Northampton predictably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Glasgow Exeter. Now, Jay backed Exeter.
1: Um, came back to bite me that one
2: yeah so lost a point
1: bitten by my own snake
2: um, while well, well, me and you both picked Glasgow and finally Claremont Harlequins which we all uh, predictably picked a home win
0: I didn't think it would be as close it was though no did, did you no, not I
2: didn't. no so that leaves the scores on the doors Jay in the lead with 10 that's right Tim you're in second place with 8 and me in last with 6
0: so, in the podcast, um, which will come out on Friday, it's just a quick little podcast where we preview the weekend games. Uh, we will give our predictions for the upcoming matches. Right, so, just,
2: just one more thing yeah. from, from European um, rugby. Uh, did you see the Montpellier Ulster result? Oh, that was a great uh, result. First
0: time they've been beaten in well, all season, isn't it? Isn't yeah. It? And uh, in and quite some time for Ulster. And not just beating them, they... 25-8. 20, 25-8. Eight, eight. They, they
2: thrashed them and... Montpellier are sitting, I think they're second in the top 14. They beat Claremont by 40 points earlier in the season. They're on inc- incredible run of form. They're looking really good. And Ulster took them apart on their own patch. We were
0: mentioning home. great foreign imports. Ruan Pinar. that's the sort of player that teams should yes. bring in. Like really pivotal positions and all that experience. And Ruan Pinar, he just ran the show, didn't he?
2: And also, he's... Um... Quite committed to the club as well. Yeah, yeah definitely. he had enough. was linked with Toulon. Yeah, he was linked with Toulon, but decided for less money to stay with, with Ulster.
1: I mean, I just think uh, Belfast is such a <laughs> wonderful place. Why, 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 why would you want to leave the, the Swan Hunter shipyards or whatever you can see from see around there? For the sun South French <laughs> coast. <course. laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, why would you do that? I don't know.
0: So, yeah, well done, Ulster. Uh, Right then, I I think before we move on, we've got our dream team to uh, pick in just a second, but a little bit of a musical interlude. And I I don't think any of us realised when this started that this would snowball in the way it has. No, no. Rugby okey. So we like to celebrate rugby players and their singing prowess. Now, this all started when it was Alex Corbusier rapping. Was that the first one or was it Matt Stevens?
1: Forwarding. No, no, Corbiersiero was first. Yeah, Corbiersiero rapping, look. and in my opinion, best. Yeah, so yeah. Far. let's hear a bit
0: more. Well, until well, who knows after today? But this is Corbiersiero.
1: Keep it kind of quiet. People on a diet. Scrum is straight. Turn is right. I don't deny it. Test Brilliant. me. Try it. Style you don't buy it. I'ma grab the microphone and start to fly it <laughs> up, up nice high. Dance. Grab the mic and make you cry. Told you before we represent L. I. London Irish. You can't deny this. So so sick. a tenants, You can't buy this. this. Do you know what my my favorite part of that? And the more that that I listen to, it gets better and better. Is that uh, somehow working? Some people are on a diet. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that that's pretty cool. Some yeah. people are on a diet. There you go.
0: Well, we've had Ben Foden. We've had Matt Stevens. Um, there was Elliot Daly uh, and his boy band Andrew Sheridan. Andrew Sheridan, of course. For
1: uh, and we've got Carl Ferns, uh, who's going to sing Michael Bublé for us well, sat- one day. Yeah,
0: we've heard that Carl Ferns of uh, Bath. An England Saxons does a mean Michael Bublé impression. If, if anyone in the in the pubs or well, of Bath or the wreck...
1: i found someone who claims to know him and has, has sent him a text. So we will we will wait and see on that.
0: Well, we'll work on that one. But what I have today is this absolute gem. And you can always suggest them, by the way, and and get in touch if you have a video or whatever. It's at Rugby Podcast on Twitter or eggchasers.com. Uh, Ricky Flutie, former England international, British and Irish lion as well.
1: Really? Yeah. Did you, do you remember...
0: He played in two tests. There was all those injuries yeah. in South oh, Africa, wasn't oh, there?
1: No,
2: sorry. I, I mean, I know, I know all that. I meant really. He's been recorded singing.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Just, oh, that's, that's why I'm
2: shocked at. This, this is the introduction.
0: Deal. And check out uh, when Ricky Flutie gets recorded playing. Check out who he takes his singing tips from. Exactly. You know, it's been an amazing day for us all, hasn't it, Keith? We learned a bit of breathing, and it was really good because uh, we had here the small here.
1: And, um, yeah, everyone here is obviously a huge fan of hers. It's a privilege to have
0: her along. <laughs> so That was Ricky Flutie getting really excited about Heather Small of M People having yeah, now, gone to London Watchers. Can we, can we just stop there?
1: How did this come about? I mean, were they well, working didn't... out in the gym and Heather Small was working out, maybe doing some squats and they got chatting? <laughs> didn't we... How did this happen? And then... Furthermore, it's come up with we're all massive fans of M, M- People. Now I don't know much about, about music, but when was M People's last
0: <laughs> last tour? Moving on up, way back in the day. Yeah, but what have all you fans. done today to make you feel <laughs> proud? <laughs>
2: anyway, um, didn't didn't this come about when? Well, I'm guessing because uh, Sean Edwards used to exactly be married it. or yeah. go out with with her.
0: Is
1: really? Is that? I did not did know, you know that. that? You not yeah, know yeah. that? He, I think he's married. And, he was married, now divorced, and then had a kid with her. I think. Um, wow! She's Man- what Manchester was the name of the guy witty?
0: from M People who had like a weird nickname like Peanut or something was, like that? It was a, ca- S- a spanner. It was some like tool. Members <laughs> <laughs> of M People. I had, like, have a, no idea. He had like idea. a DIY, DIY toy, tool name. Um,
1: uh, I don't. I, I don't. I know nothing about music. Shovel. Shovel. <laughs> <It's called laughs> <Obviously. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not
0: spanner. Shovel.
1: shovel. Oh yeah, I mean spanner sounds like, like like such a stupid suggestion. Now we find out that his name is Shovel.
0: <laughs> yeah. Shovel and uh, Heather Small so I think it was something to do with Help for Heroes when Wasps had their Union Jack ah, uh, not Union Jack they had their St George George Cross Cross, uh, England kits I think Heather Small probably did something musically but anyway this is Ricky Flutie with Steve Kefu on guitar doing a little bit of a London Wasp song
1: Oh oh, play we play play for London Wasps team and very soon they'll know
0: He's got a pair of pipes on him, hasn't he? Where would you
1: rank that? Because clearly, Elliot Daly is comfortably the worst so far. And maybe Matt Stevens, our best.
0: I think you'd go above Matt Stevens and Ben Foden.
1: Because of the combination of the guitar by Kefu, too.
0: The guitar by Steve Kefu, he's just got a a lovely voice. And and the fact that, you know, he's taken inspiration and singing lessons from Heather Small just (laughs) adds to the enigma, I think.
1: Yeah, excellent.
0: Beautiful stuff. Uh, Well, that's a musical interlude, as I say at RugbyPodcast on Twitter, eggchasers.com. Uh, you can get in touch if you know of any other rugby players who can sing. But moving on, <laughs> time to pick our dream team. We pick a random topic and then select a 15 and try and fill every single shirt. And Phil, I'll let you introduce this one because this, this is your idea and it's a beauty. Yeah, It
2: was my idea. Um, it's rugby players with girls' names. Yes. Nice. <laughs>
0: It's uh, more than today. Well, Thank done, you. Phil. Thank so you. So, would you, would you like to lead us off then? Let's start in the front row. Rugby we'll players with girls' names. The front row, I struggled with a little
2: bit more than, say, the uh, outside backs, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> outside backs, has quite a few. Um, just one, one that was mentioned before, actually. Emmanuel Felsine. Would that. Felsina. What? Emmanuel? Oh, so that was the name of hang a. On. Uh... Are we starting at props?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, well. I think it's more of a pronunciation issue rather than you know is it a girl's name Reese Gill or it should be Jill sh- surely <laughs> Reese Gill, <Reece> <laughs> uh, Lauren and I can't say his name for the life of me Dem Dem, Dem- Dembélé or Dem Dembélé Dembélé yeah Diana Edwards plays in one of the French teams and Georgie Gigenti <laughs> again another, where did you
0: find these
1: um, uh, just a website which has um, rugby players with girls' names. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. So, <laughs> so okay, should we just uh, do a link?
0: Should we just like suck this off and just go? We'll just uh, link to rugbyplayerswithgirlsnames.com girlsnames.com
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Those those would be some of my ideas for props. Okay. Uh huh. Hookers. Okay. Uh, you ready? Yeah. Tom Lindsay. Oh, who, good one. Who does he play for? Wasps. Yeah. Was- right. Does Andrew
0: Hawke count? <laughs> <laughs> At a hooker as well. <laughs> <laughs> that is the oldest profession, but it's, uh, and it's, really, it 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 is, it's generally a female, but name not necessarily. Oh,
1: sorry, girls' names, girls' names. Okay, fine. Um, and I <laughs> and I thought uh, maybe the best one is Sylvia. Sylvia. Uh,
0: who, what? Tell who me about who's Sylvia. Sylvia.
1: Sylvia. Sylvia plays for Western Force as a hooker. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Right, so let's let's pick our front row uh, based on those so far, then. I just want to put Andrew Hoare in, but we can't. Yeah, really. We absolutely
1: can put Andrew Hoare in. <laughs>
0: Andrew Hoare <Hall> goes in. <laughs> um, <laughs> Andrea Hoare. Um, Dana Edwards, Reese Jill. Okay, fine. Okay. Go with it. Into the row, then. Allie Williams. Uh,
2: uh, that's, 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 okay. the that's the one
0: I had. That's the one I had for luck.
2: Um, Hugh Vivian.
1: Oh, oh, excellent. Nice, that's excellent. brilliant. Well done, Phil. <laughs> Courtney Laws. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I didn't have Courtney Now, not strictly a girl's name. Dean Mum, I'm not <laughs> having it. as <it's> not. <laughs> 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 oh
0: dear, um, oh, this is good. Uh, we could stick Q Vivian in the back row if we needed to. Uh, you, you won't need to. Uh, what about Hayden Smith? Uh, I thought about
2: Hayden's. Hayden, was well, well, the well, tough when one. You, when you type Hayden into Google, the first person that comes up is Panettiere. Panettiere, who?
0: Hayden Panettiere, yeah, who model was, actress?
2: Yeah, she was in. Um, What's that? God, I can't even remember the name of it. No her- idea. Heroes. But, but, then, but then... She's also going out with one of the Klitschko's. She's engaged to one of the really? Klitschko's. Oh, wow. And well, that's, well, that's if, what if wrong with you, her, then. If you, hate... if you look up a picture of her oh, yeah. stood next to one of the Klitschko's, it's uh, oh, It's a quite f- It's quite funny, it's quite entertaining. She... She's lovely.
1: Yeah, she is. Oh, sorry, that's, that's a Klitschko, isn't it? <laughs> there they are, <laughs> <they> are Jake. <laughs> 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 what? Yep. <laughs> Nice. Oh my goodness. You shouldn't me. wear flat shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah. So um what we saying for s- second row.
0: I, I like that. Sorry, Hugh. I'm just distracted by how destroyed <laughs> 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 Anyway. Hugh Vivian. Hugh Vivian is great. I think Dean Mum and Hugh Vivian. Yeah, okay I'm, okay, I'm happy
1: with that. Right, into the back row. Right, here we go. Kelly Brown. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All got obvious one. We've all got that one, that's yeah. unanimous.
1: Andy Hazel.
0: Yeah, nice. Yeah.
1: How about Sam Betty? Sorry. Very good. Um, or um Ali Hogg. No? Mm. Mm. You've been with a few hogs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, <but laughs> a new one I thought of from the weekend. And again, it's a pronunciation thing. Gillian Galan. Gillian yeah. Gallan. Same as yeah, Gillian. Gillian Gillan, yeah. Definitely. Gillian Gallan's the,
0: the bear at eight. Anna. He's a big man. He's one of those. He could have been he could have been in the. Rugby players that don't look like rugby yeah. players, potentially. be. Oh, absolutely. He's a, he's a big old unit. Carrying I'm, a
1: lot of bad weight. I'm pretty sure that the French don't care at all about strength or conditioning. Or maybe just strength, not conditioning.
0: Yeah, they carry, care about strength, yeah. but not conditioning. As do as do what you want. So again, Kelly um, Brown, Gillian Galan, and then our other our other back row... Uh... Sam Betty. Yeah. Okay. Right, scrum off.
1: Valentin Curran. Played at Sale, played at Toulouse. Oh, really? can we play plays at like Montpellier or somewhere, somewhere like that. Very tenuous, but Frederick Michel. No, that is too ten. <laughs> that is far too tenuous. That's, that's all I could get.
2: I don't have anything. In scrum yeah, But sure, Maybe maybe we could get some help on Twitter. Need
0: some help, scrum half, please help. Um, yeah, get in touch. Let's just move on to fly half for the time being then.
1: Kerry Sweeney. that's the one I have. Yeah, very good. My, okay, it's again pr- pronunciation thing, but Miles Dorian.
0: Dorian. Dory. Dorian, I yeah. quite like Dorian. Hey, is that right? The London Irish, former Bedford fly half.
1: Kerry Sweeney is the leader in the clubhouse uh, there. Centres? Yeah, quite a few. Go on. Uh, Florian Fritz?
0: Come on. yeah. Uh, going along with the Dean mum thing, surely Ma Nonu. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ma Nonu. <laughs> very,
2: yeah, very good. Maxime Mermoz. Ah. Um,
1: uh, uh, is that
2: Andrea Mazzi? Good, yeah, yeah, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. strong. Um, John Leslie, uh, not the uh, uh, TV get... presenter. <laughs> the, the, it was, New, he was a he played Scottish international, but played what? for New Zealand. Wasn't there uh, two sorry, born in New Zealand? Wasn't there two of them? they there, the brothers? There were the two. Led, there's another Leslie, yeah. Because they uh, played uh, for Northampton Baptist, and
1: Baptist Glasgow Baptist. or
2: someone. Um, John Leslie, famous for scoring the fastest international try ever. Wow! About. Six or eight seconds oh, straight right? collected straight from a kickoff. So How about nice um Gail Fiku? Yes, yeah. No. I,
0: I just got excited thinking, thinking i just remember a scrum half, but he's a rugby league international. Oh, well, that's St- fine. St- Stacy Jones. Oh, yeah. oh New that's Zealand. Fine. New Zealand. Yeah. Rugby league though. Yeah. yeah and co- he's a scrum convert.
2: off. Yeah, convert.
0: Scrum off. Yeah, we're converting you to Stacey Jones for the time being, unless someone comes up with a better one at Scrum Absolutely off. fine. Stacey Jones is in. Cool, done. Wingers.
2: Um shout for captain. Because in my mind, he's got uh, a girlish name. Well, a girl's name for his first name and for his second name. Corey Jane.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, well done. Well played. How about Layla Masunga? Yes, yes. And uh, it's actually spelled Layla, 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 as in the girl's name. Well, it's slightly, I think the I is in the wrong
2: place. No, it's not, is it?
1: Yeah. Do you not know? Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, your girlfriend's called Layla. (laughs) 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 You should get that right. Corey Jane is captain and in. We've got one more wing spot.
1: Well, well, there's a Matt Jess, Vasson Clare, Tom Penny, Johnny May, Lottie Takiri, Leslie Vianicolo, yeah, Leslie,
2: Leslie Vianicolo, Josh, Josh, Lucy, Oliver, or Ollie, Lindsay Haig, Joffrey Michelle, Nicky Walker, with a double K as well. Oh.
0: Jesse Mock could get in a fullback.
2: Yeah, Jesse Mock with a fullback. Drew Mitchell, Drew, like Drew, Drew Barrymore.
0: <laughs> wow, there's some there's some fantastic choices. So
2: many wingers. Is it, do you reckon it's something about the <laughs> the kind of people that get given girls' names that yeah. make them want to play? Yeah. Is it or? kind of an
1: upbringing thing?
0: Yeah, yeah. so. You no, can... yeah, it's probably not even the players themselves, it's probably the coaches. <laughs> uh, what's, your, what's your name, son? <laughs> Corey Jane. Oh, yeah, you're on the wing, uh, mate. Yeah, you'll be a winger. <laughs>
1: but, yeah. Coach, I'm I'm ten and fifteen
0: stone. No, your son. name's what's your name? Marmuka Gorgodze. Yeah, you're going to be a, you're going to be a forward. <laughs> Probably something in that, to be honest. Uh, well, well, obviously, Corey Jane's our skipper. Two more in the back, um, it, unless there's another fullback. I like Matt Jess.
2: Yeah, Matt Jess. I didn't have that. I, I, I My favorite's Leslie Vincolo.
0: I like Leslie Vincolo on the wing. So Le- Leslie and Corey Jane on the wing, and then Jesse Mogg. Jesse Mogg, fullback. Uh, Josh Lucy, Josh, yeah, Josh Lucy, it's Lucy. A bit of a pun. Oh, come on! <laughs> now, one thing I do know about Josh Lucy is at one point, because Clive Woodward wanted to create this ultra professional England squad and you know wipe the slate clean, and do things new, and he in a, in a, in the changing room said, "Josh, take your clothes off," and Josh Lucy had to stand there in just his pants and and, and stand on like a chair, and Clive Woodward went. This is what I expect, boys. This is what (laughs) I expect. Oh, that's all good. (laughs) Basically, he was so, like, ripped and took such good care of himself. I wonder what Jason Leonard thought of. I was was going to say, do
1: you you reckon he took the uh, front rowers out
2: out the room? Everyone looks like this, apart from my props. (laughs) If you look the West, you, his
0: head. You sort of forget because I think the rest of the world, world rugby, sort of caught up. But that England side had some people that were sort of ahead of the game, and Josh Lucy was definitely one of them. He looked. He didn't look. He looked like players do now, but yeah. then he was a bit of a. Well, they
1: always said that the other one who's ultra professional was um, Neil Back. He was a, apparently he, yeah. he was coaching England before he played for England. Strength and conditioning, and I, I remember all, all in the World Cup, uh,
2: one of like when they had those skin tight shirts, one of them ripped, and he, he changed changed his shirt, took his shirt off. He was in incredible horrible, shape. He? he was in unbelievable shape, and he got a
1: drop goal against against Did Italy. He? Yeah,
0: I think it's it's obviously something something of the psyche of uh, your professional player to be that disciplined and stuff. And I got an insight into it. I played at, at university with uh, Joel Abd, who was at Toulon at seven. Bristol, captain before that, and he's now somewhere in Division 2 in France.
1: No, 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 I saw him. He's definitely still in the top 14.
0: His brother plays for Brighton, by the way, in the Championship Hmm? uh, Football Club. Really? Left-back, Adam El centre-back, left-back for Brighton and Hove Albion. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Uh, Anyway.
2: Good good start, good knowledge.
0: So, uh, yeah, so Joe El I remember once um, we we were organising like a pre-game breakfast. We'd have our team meeting in the morning, and then we were all going to go for breakfast, and I'd organise that we'd we'd have poached eggs. And when I got there there was no poached eggs and Joe labd rather than just have the fried egg or scrambled egg that was on offer actually went all the way home just so he could have poached egg because he would he not have fried. he wouldn't have fried or or the butter or milk that goes into scrambled, scrambled, scrambled egg. egg Oh my god wow. and that that's the level of commitment that, that some of these guys have I suppose
2: incredible mm. sounds like you feel <laughs>
0: So we got our 15. That's a good dream team, guys. Well done. Yeah, good and work. A, and, a, and a great topic. If you have a suggestion for a topic or any names
1: for oh, our 15. We had a great suggestion for for a topic on Twitter, One Cap Wonders. We did, yeah. You had have a tremendous fun with that.
0: That is a brilliant one. And that came up off the back of the rugby players that don't look like rugby players 15, wasn't it?
1: it yeah. It was a suggestion
0: yeah. of someone that should have got into that. What was that player? It was a Welsh fullback, wasn't it?
1: Oh, um, that came from Dave Reese. It was Matt right. Cardy. Matt
0: Cardi. Do you uh, think he's got
1: a bit of Mick Mick Hucknall? Uh,
2: yeah. yeah, he really <laughs> more has. Than, more than a little bit. He did. Yeah. He got one cap for Wales, so he can... He can...
1: Oops, right, sorry. so what's next?
0: Uh, right, so, uh, yes, so suggest a topic and get involved on Twitter and via the website. So next up, we've got to talk um, about a bit of... And again, I'm, I'm going to let you step up to the plate one more time, Phil, because a bit of rugby merchandise is on sale right now.
2: Yeah, I was in Tesco the other day and it was, it was on sale because it's just come in. Um, Rhino Moisturiser. So I thought, ah, oh, rugby brand,
0: uh, branching out.
2: So I went onto their website.
0: This is Rhino, the people that you normally see, like the Tackle, logo on... Tackle, Tackle Shields. Tackle, Tackle Shields, Shields mainly, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, crags, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Ugh.
0: Scrum machines. Yeah.
2: Um, so I went onto their website just to have a look at it and... I thought it was very curious the person that they'd chosen to demonstrate the quality of their moisturising, the, the skincare product that they were producing, and it was Jay's fa- well, one of Jay's favorite players, Charlie Hodgson, who just does not look like an
0: anti-aging <laughs> <laughs> moisturiser. Kind of, uh, if it was a, mo- a cream aimed at shortening arms, <laughs> 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 he'd be the perfect make, make person. You,
1: making you bald. What do you,
0: what do you reckon the tagline
1: <laughs> is? Uh, want skin like a rhino? <laughs>
0: Yeah, if it was a bald inducing cream or something, yeah. uh, then you'd get Charlie Hodgson. But I don't know under any circumstances you'd go, right, we need to. Uh, we've got some money to spend. We need to get a pin up to uh, highlight how yeah, good and, the and moisturiser the, and, and is. And they're
1: just crossing off names. Cipriani <laughs> Bennett. Uh, <laughs> Henson Bennett.
0: <laughs> Men want to be him. Women want <laughs> to be with him, Charlie Hodgson.
1: Can you think of any other rug- rugby brands branching out which would be completely inappropriate, like Gilbert Cookware? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can understand the the male grooming and using rugby players like um, Nivea have had some sponsorship of uh, rugby in the yeah, yeah. European haven't competitions. Dove have sponsored some, yeah. Dove have sponsored stuff, so I, I, I do yeah. get that. But yeah. It gives the impression of tough guys and like real men. So I get why they're doing rugby, but again, it just comes back to short armed, bald headed. <laughs> yeah, Charlie no, Hodgson, Nose straightening age. cream.
2: That's what they want. Yeah. Aged beyond his years. Yeah, it would. Uh, there was a, a picture a few years ago of the. Um, the Italian squad in like basically in the changing room in briefs in black and white I think yeah. it was for Armani or it was one, yeah. of, one of those big fashion brands and that looked it looked really good it was like a really good advert because they're all
1: incre- incredibly sculpted and toned no, and good looking here's the thing like with Charlie Hodgson which is he's not a pretty boy but he's also not a hard man yeah, He's, yeah. There's no, they haven't covered anything. I mean, if they wanted to go for someone really grizzled, like you know, back there maybe a Neil back look, Neil back uses anti-aging. Okay, that's quite funny.
0: Charlie Hodgson just isn't anything. Yeah, I can imagine yeah. if you had like Mike Tindall's bashed, oh, Mike up, Tindall. bashed up
1: face, it oh, would almost
0: seem a little bit comical. You yeah, have,
1: a bit tongue in cheek. You have got to watch the Gloucester trick shots video. It's like, do you know the NFL one where they? kick some balls into baskets and stuff like that.
0: And with a little bit of uh, special effects, they're making it yeah, look yeah. like they're so doing it's the most effects. incredible...
1: Now, the trick shots aren't aren't funny, but the bits in between the trick shots are hilarious. Really? Yeah, they're it's really, really funny.
0: Yeah, just that line at the end is worth watching. We'll just watch it for that line at the end, I think. Have you seen it, Phil? I've not. Here we go, I've got it here. Here's the line. See, the skills are still there, boys. Let's hit the showers, yeah? Looking good. Tight. Well, that's it. <laughs> if anyone said to you, <laughs> let's hit the showers, boys, looking good, tight. <laughs> I'm think, not, I'll I'll not, not hitting those showers. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go to the other showers. No, I'm absolutely wrong. <laughs> uh, on, don't I, I don't
1: think I, I, need I all the way in.
2: <laughs> I'm just going to drive home uh, as I am.
1: There, there is a bit there. If you're a kid watching this, um, not watching us, watching the Gloucester trick shots, Do not copy Mike Tyndall. Because at one point, someone throws throws a ball towards Mike Tyndall. And Mike Tyndall responds by throwing a hot cup of coffee
0: that way. Well, when you've got, like, the the Queen and the Royal Family behind you, you can pretty much do whatever you want, can't you?
1: Absolutely brilliant. It is great. Well done, Juicens.
0: We will post that. On the website, eggchasers.com. Uh, now, before we go for this podcast, and to remind you, we'll be previewing the games in the in the short one on Friday. Uh, let's talk about the England squad, which was announced. Uh, Stuart Lancaster named his training squad, his wider squad. Anyone either in the squad or not in uh, that you would, you I would, would go for? I would sincerely
1: like to see Dave Ewers be brought into the squad.
0: That's early days. Yeah, he played half a dozen games.
1: Well, if you're good enough, you're good enough. And his performance in Glasgow mm-hmm. was pretty impressive. Uh, I think he scored the la- the last try to-, to secure the bonus point. He's been solid so far. Clive Woodward always picked on form, and he was pretty good.
0: Although what I do, what I quite like about Stuart Lancaster's approach, because on that token, you, on on that basis, you'd say, well, Danny Cipriani, get him in the squad. But Stuart Lancaster came out and said, yeah. uh, I want to, uh, I need people to know that they have to perf- perform for a consistent period of time." He
1: was unequivocal about Danny Cipriani, wasn't he? He said, yeah. "We've got our three fly halves, or whatever it was." He said, so "Were you not it? tempted
0: with Danny Cipriani?" Or and there was another person he mentioned as well, George Ford. Wasn't yeah, George, Ford, George, George yeah. Ford. Yeah. yeah. Said you have to play for a consistent period of time, and I quite like the use of the Saxons. Like Matt Kavezic's now made the step up, Marlon Yards made the step up, Christian Wade's made the step up, and they've all gained sort of international exposure via the Saxons. And mm. there's plenty of time for Dave viewers,
1: Yeah, but I just like sooner or than later, if he's well, should be he'd be getting a shot. That's what I'm yeah. saying.
2: Uh, Dave debuters isn't in the Saxon squad either, is he? No. Um, and Sam Dickinson, who we mentioned before as well. I'd like to see both of those in, get given a shot in the Saxons Yeah, especially if such,
1: such a
2: pivotal position. Who are soon. the
0: number eights in the Saxons, then? James Haskell. Oh, really?
2: Jordan Crane. Oh. Yeah, it feels like a bit of a step back, those two. Doesn't know, it just? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I can, I can go along with that. Um, Luke Wallace, Thomas Waldrum, Another, it feels like a bit of a step back. Yeah, massively. You shouldn't mm. they're, they're people who have had their opportunity and are... Arguably, starting to decline a little bit, rather than people who
1: are like stepping up and pushing forward and going to be improving over the next five years. Yeah, you know exactly what you've got. Why do you need to see it again? Especially with Haskell, how much more video do you need of Haskell?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I think uh, very much as JB pointed out in that Leicester Northampton Aviva Premiership match a couple of weeks back, the Jordan Crane Sam Dickinson Uh, match. There was was only one winner there. Here was Phil. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, Dickinson was by far. By far the better player in that.
0: On the flip side, I will say that something for Stuart Lancaster, which I can imagine if you're a player you must appreciate, is that there's very little change. He doesn't chop and change very much.
1: I, I find this, this this crop of England players are completely uninspiring. There's a few a few of them which think, yeah, good. Dan Cole, Tom Croft. Well, not that he's playing now. Um,
2: yeah. I, I, well, I th-
1: No one really stands, stands out. I, think, the the backs,
2: sh- I uh, think this squad's got potential to be very good. Um, really? Yeah, I, I really think so. You look at kind of the outside backs are exciting when you you pe- uh, people like um, Trinder or Tuolagi when he's fit,
1: and then Marlin Yard and Ashton. Um, I think to be fair, I need to see Christian Wade properly play for England and see if you can see if you can recreate what, what what he does for Wasps, which he's not actually doing that regularly at the moment.
2: Yeah, I think he, people have kind of. At least he have got Mike Brown to, in. I, I think been... Mike
1: Brown's important.
2: Mike Brown's playing really well at the moment.
0: Centers, you you're a centre, Phil, or you played a bit of your rugby in the centre. What? Are you happy with the selections there?
2: Um, yes, it's it, it's very disappointing to see that Tuilagi's injured because um, yeah. he is kind of the the most exciting player for England, arguably. What about Tompkins? But, um, I like Tompkins, but he's just not as dynamic, is he? He's not as, not as exciting as, as Tuolagi.
1: Oh, sorry, yes, no, but with with Tuilagi gone, um,
2: yeah, it'll be. I reckon it'll be Tompkins or Trinder. Um, yeah. It'll probably be Tompkins, um, just given the, the format. And mm. he'll have um, Ashton outside him and Farrell probably is, inside him at 10. Is it,
0: is it wrong and cruel that I'm actually kind of glad that Brad Barrett's out so that we can blood some of these guys? Yeah. I, well,
1: I, I feel the same. After the slating I gave him last week, uh, I think Owen Farrell has the skill set to be a very good 12, but only yeah. a mediocre 10.
2: There, there's an argument that... He could play there. He's very similar to uh, 12 Trees, I think, though. He's solid in defence. Distribution's good. Kicking's good. Yeah. Without having that kind of electric change of pace or change of direction like someone that... Well, I think the the only uh, one there would be Eastman. Eastman could potentially offer.
0: Who, when you see his head next to Scott Quinnell's head, looks even bigger. It is. (laughs) It's an an incredible head. (laughs) (laughs) The big head 15 is another 15 we're going to have to do. Um, Right, well, fair enough. Well, that, that, that's, that, I think that's a podcast wrapped up. We will talk m- at more length about what the England 15 will be for the upcoming Autumn Internationals. and uh, We will be previewing the games on in a short podcast on Friday, but uh, let's be sung out on this podcast by the one and only uh, Rick, Ricky Flutie. Nice. Excellent. Oh, oh, play, we play, play for London was
1: team And very soon they'll know i